Hello, everyone. Hello from uh, sunny London. And, and uh, hello from uh, also sunny Seattle in America today. Uh, welcome to the podcast Klartext with Steph and Ria. Welcome, welcome. So how is it going uh, on the other side of the pond, Steph? It's pretty good. I've been traveling recently so much again, and I'm really enjoying it. Um, there's so much to see in this world, so many interesting people to meet, um, and I'm loving it. Uh, how are you? Yeah, well, I'm good. Still, I'm still in London. Uh, I know we took a break from podcasting, uh, but we finally decided uh, to get back to it. I just love it, like how we, I mean, at the end of the day, this podcast is still a, a friendly podcast, right? We're doing this for fun. We don't um, have a, a massive agenda behind it or anything like this. So sometimes you guys will uh, see us more often and sometimes we just might disappear. So sorry about that. But if you want to have us more regularly, we might have to think about some sort of a, what is it called? Patreon or something? <laughs> to, <laughs> to, to keep us going. More time on the podcast to keep us going. Exactly. Oh, but, also, I'm uh, happy about vouchers. <laughs> And also send us send us some topics, um, sure. like yeah. the topics you want to um us to to discuss, the guests you would like us to invite. There is actually a long um, guest list now, so we need to start inviting more people. But uh, for today, uh, I think we already we picked a topic that we're both interested in, and the yeah. topic is taking risks, risks or risk because it depends. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. Um, taking risks in your career, taking uh, risks in your personal life. Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? How do we perceive it? So we're trying to explore all these questions today. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, um, as uh, most of our listeners probably know by now, I'm a coach. That means I'm coaching people. And, and uh, many of the coaching sessions that I have, ultimately, at some point, change is about to happen, right? Or you are working towards a change. And that's when the topic around um, the fear maybe of risk appears. So that's why I was also very excited about uh, spending some time on taking risk. What does that even mean uh, for different uh, type of people? And uh, how um, how can you move forward despite taking risk? And what if I actually don't want ever to take a risk? Can I still live a happy life? You know, all these type of questions. So yeah, I'm really happy that we spend the next uh, 15 minutes or so on this topic. Yeah. Uh, and and share, uh, share our thoughts. Yeah, just wanted to add, for me, it was as well because my a uh, few of my friends um, lost their jobs recently after working for big companies for 10, 15 years. And they weren't prepared for it because, you know, when you're stuck in the same job or let's say you change a couple of, um, take new roles, but still within the same, staying in the same silo, you're not taking any risks. And it came as a huge shock. And that actually made me think about it. Why some people are more agile. They are, they, they try to something new and some people are more stuck in their ways and they don't want to change. And when the change comes to them, they're not happy. You just gave me a thought there. I mean, we, when guys, we, we usually prepare a little bit for the podcast, like what we might want to say or some talking points, but Maria just made me think about the one thing, maybe the, the risk is not the change or to anticipate the change or prepare, <coughs> prepare for the change. But sometimes the risk can be if you get too comfortable in a situation and you don't ever make any different changes at all. And, and if from the outside perspective, change is happening, you're not prepared for it anymore. So maybe not doing something is the bigger risk. Yeah, absolutely. 
And that was um, highlighted in, in a, quite a few books um, that I was reading recently. One of them is called The End of Jobs, um, the, uh, where, where they actually were addressing this situation where, right, people, are, they used to work for the same company for 30, 50 years, the generation of our parents, right? And um, they relied on this company. It's the single source of income. And uh, and they they believe that nothing going to happen. So the first thing that started happening in the 90s and early 2000s was outsourcing. So a lot of these jobs started being outsourced. First, simple jobs. They were outsourced to Asia. Um, the I was working actually at the time, like actually that was still at Google. I was working on setting uh, vendor operations in Malaysia and Indonesia and <laughs> So they were simple jobs. With time, they became more complicated jobs because um, people in these countries, they develop middle class, um, they get education, um, they they can do the same um, job as we do here, but for way less money. So that was mm. first thing. Now, the second thing happened recently, AI. So AI now is taking jobs away from these countries as well. <laughs> so nobody will outsource to Kenya anymore or, or Indonesia, because why all this stuff can be done by AI, right? And so guys, there... we're, we're, yeah, that's a fair point. Like, and we don't want to scare our listeners at all that uh, AI is taking away all of the jobs that are out there. But we're talking about again about change is happening all the time, and then spending time on on early enough to to dive into those topics and not pushing it away and thinking about okay, what could this potentially mean for me? But also, what other doors are opening up for myself, right? Um, so exactly. if we, in the, so the question is again, wieder, uh, again, sorry, just some German in between. Vida means uh, again. <laughs> so wh when we talk about risk taking in career, right? What does risk really mean? Um, and is it like a risk, or is it a threat coming from the outside, or is it a, is a risk really that I'm not opening up myself for change? What would you say is the risk in career or the biggest risk, Maria? Not anticipating. That's what I was going to, towards with AI and outsourcing, right? Not like now. Why? Why would you hire? Why? Why would you implement AI, right? Because AI can get sick. It can't uh, uh, say no, and it can't get pregnant, <laughs> so, and also can't quit. <laughs> so it's uh, basically a slave, right? Like, why would you? I mean, that that's obviously the reason why <laughs> why we're all going implementing AI. But um, I'm actually quite positive about AI, and I I I, I applaud it. But um, but it's a different topic for a different podcast. Um, not anticipating the risk, not thinking, all right, like this job's going to be gone now. Uh, what am I doing? Mm -hmm. Am I uh, working on uh, different um, uh, potential income streams outside of my core job? Mm -hmm. Am I thinking about my own business? Am I thinking of investing my time and money into getting education or training and something specific? Or I'm just sitting and waiting? Yeah, and it's so funny because before this podcast, before we started to record, we were also uh, contemplating about friends and um, ourselves. When did we make what type of a career move? Did we ever leave a job without any safety net whatsoever? And sometimes, by the way, yes. So I'm more of a person who, um, who I don't know, uh, invests money in something, even though I'm not yet 100% sure where it's going to come from, or I study something where I can't 100% see where this is going to, to lead. But at the end of the day, it always made 
sense. So I'm in a very intuitive risk type of a person. But then there is another type of risk person who says, okay, I'm happy to, for example, leave a full-time job and or go the entrepreneurial way, but only if I know that I have so and so much money in my account. Right. So, but now what we actually started talking about is like, how can you be prepared for change in the first place? So by that, the bigger risk is not necessarily, oh, I'm just leaving the job for no reason without being prepared, but preparation for you, I think, Maria, is ex extremely important, no? For everyone, I would say, um, do you think like Mark Zuckerberg quit college and just because he thought like, oh, I think I, you know, you should ask him. <laughs> yeah, no, I think the main reason was he was very, he, he was close to getting somewhere with Facebook. He realized this is an opportunity and I should do that. This is actually described very well in the book. Um, what is it? Seven um, habits of um, highly effective successful or highly effective people. people. Yeah. So one of them actually was interesting that effective people live by opportunity, not by problem. Yeah. People who are um, sort of let life manage them, they address problems. They waiting until they're laid off at the work. They're not anticipating that, okay, there is a problem. Now I start thinking about it. Yeah. Other people, more effective people think about opportunities. It's like, what's my next opportunity? Okay, I'm really, okay, I build my own brand. I build my own business. Time for me to quit. There is a risk involved, but it's more of calculated risk. Probably. And yet, if you think about startups, um, then um, so and so many startups, they just fail. What is it like a 5%, 10% rate of successful startups overall? Yeah. So when you go down this route of opportunity, you still know there might be a very high risk risk in that sense that it's going to fail and then some people go in there and say okay I invest my own capital and I'm okay with losing it and I'm okay with starting from scratch and having nothing because they have this faith and I want to talk to so many people about like okay so what kept you going etc but it's a different podcast and um, from a psychological type um, a point of view it's being driven by either fear that you were referring to is like, okay, the outside sources pushed you outside to actually move. Um, and the other ones that are looking for more the opportunity and or say pleasure, they are more proactive. They are actively taking measures in their own hands and actively driving the agenda of their lives, you know, whether, and that could still be a risky move. Uh, it doesn't take yeah. the risk away completely. And they could still be, let's say, reckless decision but if they are happy with losing everything and starting from scratch and they're still happy i mean be my guest you know it doesn't really matter and that's where, where it comes to the kind of fact that we're all different people right we mm. have all different um risk tolerance yeah so i think it's important and again for our listeners to find like what kind of risk tolerance they have and build their life around it so if you like if you like risking okay fair enough we probably you don't you don't need this to listen to this podcast but if you're not sure try to build a safety net see what's important for you your your family your work your community will they support you if you fail uh if the answer is yes and you have savings go for it right if not if you don't have this important factors in your life and you don't like risk probably work on it work to create this safety net yeah and i think like um in terms of uh, for me the key summary also of this podcast is number one um risk is is a part of our life just as change is part of our life yeah um that's normal and i think we both both of us encourage everyone to be proactive 
to manage the potential of change and then get, um, get your own clarity and your own agenda when it comes to potential, I don't want to say risk management or these kind of things, but becoming more aware of, okay, what is the worst case that I'm okay with? Literally, am I okay with living on the street for a while or do I have friends as a backup on a couch and am I okay with that? Or you say, no, my lifestyle should always be that I always, no matter what happens, I need to have my own house or I need to have my own apartment. Um, what's your lowest level baseline? And if you know that one, then you sort of know, okay, what do you always have to have in place and how, and then that can create your roadmap. What can you do actively now to secure this? And I know you and I, Maria, we want to build a, or create a, con a podcast around income streams and diversification. And that's also, again, sort of like a risk mitigation to think, okay, if I want to keep this house and if I want to keep whatever the minimum level of living how can I ensure if one income stream is gone how can I ensure this is still not throwing me off guard right I mean that's that's kind of like my key summary what would you say anything you want to add uh, absolutely yeah no what, what you just said is 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 what we we kind of we all should strive um to do right to to see what um to plan for the worst case scenario that's how I live my life actually in general I always think what's the worst thing that's going to happen when I start uh, I mean examples from my life I started my business um three years ago quit um very secure job um and but I all I already knew okay the worst thing it's not going to work out do I have savings I have three years of savings perfect um I'll be fine um do I need to pay what what are my bills I should pay this this and that so when you um I would actually maybe add to what you just said, just um, create a map of your life, draw a map with all the responsibilities you have, the spend, the opportunities, and then see the plan, uh, create a plan of action. That Absolutely. will help you to manage risk. Yeah, and if you're a visual person, then uh, literally putting it on a whatever Dean A3 um, or Dean A2 paper and have a look at it every single day. Or if I, for example, did something like this in the past and I would put it on a wardrobe on the inside of the door. So whenever I open it up, I can look at it and it reminds me, right? When things get tough or when things are too good and I think like, oh, I've got all the money in the world. I can just go, oh, no, maybe I should look at my overall picture and go, maybe I shouldn't spend all of the money. It's always a good reminder. Um, there was something else that just popped up in my mind. Um, but I'm also looking at the time because we promised you not to go over 15 or 20 minutes or so. And I'm almost thinking we reached the 20 minutes. What do you think? You, you confirm? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, in this case, um, I'm super excited to hear from all of you. I mean, we're, we're both excited. Um, I would be super interested to hear when do you feel you took a major risk uh, in your life? Um, when do you feel like you would have loved to do something different? And what what, what was it uh, that you would have done differently? And any tips or advice that you would like to share with the rest of our listeners? I know we have not millions, but hey, you never know. <laughs> um, I would love to hear from you. Um, and I think they can comment probably on our podcasts somewhere or send us an yeah. email. Send yeah. us an email, contact us on Instagram um yeah well by the way last question before we close um stephanie what was um the the, the risk you took what, what, what do you consider so many oh my god you would probably more see me as a, a reckless if you, or if I, if you were to if you were to ask my parents uh the, the one but look i'm the type of person who who invest in in education even if financial 
constraints are a little bit tougher, but so far, all I can say, probably I'm an opportunist because it always paid out. It's I've moved from country to country, starting all over again. I've left secure jobs to join tiny, small startups, um, which you never know will turn out. So you probably, if you, if you look at my life, you probably see me as a constant risk taker anyways. <laughs> So in that yeah. case, it's, it's hard for me to say like this one biggest risk, honestly, but all I can say is like, if you do take big risks for yourself and you are not sure about your safety net, it will emotionally, uh, it's, it's, it's emotionally hard. So you have to have a very strong mindset. You've got your routine, you have to have your strong routines. And I'm happy to talk about this in a different podcast. What can you do if, uh, if you're taking, if you're taking a lot of risks and you don't want to wait to have all your safety net together? Because I think some of our listeners, if they wait forever until they have enough savings, they will never make a big move. And I'd like to encourage some of them to like, even if you don't have everything together, it's still okay to take risks. And maybe, yeah, that's uh, probably one of the things that we can talk about another time. Absolutely. That's a great topic. And all right. So should we close it? Um, Thanks for listening. I'm already. Send us um, your comments and stay I'm happy and stay healthy. Thanks, guys. Bye for now. Bye.